0: Think it
1: can
0: happen to you. Violent collision kills two people outside Tampa International Airport.
1: An alleged road rage attack rips three families apart. Tonight, we're learning about the boys who were killed.
2: Prosecutors are going to pursue charges against people who are texting while driving. That's right, this DUI and murder suspect could get life in prison if convicted
0: don't think it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass.
2: New at 10, a hit and run caught on video and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was
0: a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and now the host of this podcast, it's Howard Drescher.
3: All right, welcome. Welcome to the DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, on Facebook, DistractedDB, my website, www.distracteddb.com. You can also get the show on iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Just type in the keyword, DistractedDB. Okay, so today I have to be on my best behavior because today, in just moments, I'm going to bring on I'm going to bring on somebody that you guys have been wanting to hear from from a long time. So I'll do that in just a moment. But before that, a lot of good stories last week or on last Sunday show. I didn't do a Wednesday show. Um, I, I don't know about you, but I think with all the fires out here in California, uh, how the temperatures changed from hot to muggy, kind of hot to cool. It just drained me, and I just felt like, I, you know what, I just don't want to do a show. I just felt so exhausted last week, and I've talked to a couple of my coworkers at the radio station I work at, and they're the same thing. They said the same thing. They just feel so exhausted. Their eyes were tired they're, with all the burning from the fire, and I know down there in Florida and Alabama and everything like that they caught they caught hell themselves they caught all that from that tornado the hurricane that came in uh, and so i don't the world is going upside down you know between mother nature and father nature everybody's just going crazy it just the world is spinning and it's really not spinning the right way apparently but again this is not a political show so I will not delve into that and I will basically just refrain from that. So I subside from that and talk about last week's show. I've received several comments, uh, actually good comments in regards to the young man who did me a solid over at McDonald's uh, out near Camp Pendleton up in the Fallbrook area and got Couple of emails that said, "Hey, that's great. You should learn to pay. It. Go ahead and pay it forward. Uh, if you do it two, three times, good rewards will come back to you." Got a couple of people ask me, "Hey, how come you're gonna just do it? Maybe on the base, uh, you know?" And I thought about that. Yeah, I can do it anywhere. Really, I can do it anywhere. Go to local Starbucks down here. Go to McDonald's over there. Uh, wherever me and my wife decide to go ahead and do it, but we're gonna pay it forward. Uh, we will probably pay it forward uh, this sometime this upcoming week on a Monday, but I'm going to, I'm going to go just to be on a safe zone. I'm going to say by the end of the month. So, which is only another week and a half, maybe, uh, two weeks. So we want to wait for that. So we're going to do that. So a lot of good comments in regards to that, but you guys all been asking for this. So I just like to go ahead and get started right now. So many of you know, I've talked about having my producers on the air and I think a lot of you don't even believe I have a producer or producers. So it's been a few months since I've heard from Kitty. She's one of my female producers. So here she is today. Kitty, how are you? I am good. It's been a few months since I've seen you. Are you glad to be back?
1: Yeah, I miss working.
3: So during the past four months, five months, It's really been about three months because you and I have hooked up before on a a Zoom call. So what have you been doing over the last couple of three months?
1: I relaxed, I did my hair, I cleaned the house, I painted the walls. I think I did a good job.
3: Kitty, so are you glad to be back? Because I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Meow. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Kitty, all right, that's enough of that. All right, turn her mic off. She's talked way too much, all right. All right, uh, so that's Kitty. She's one of my producers, uh, and we'll get with the other producers probably in the next week or so. Uh, anyways, you're listening to com the podcast show. I have a story coming up in a second story. It is so inspirational. I'm going to do my best to reach out or now Kitty will actually do her best to reach out to the victim, mother in this case, the victim's mother in the second story. Reach out to her and see what we can do to get her on the air because this story to me is a tearjerker. And again, these are stories that I don't like talking about, but I do talk about it because of the fact that that's what we do here at distracteddriversbusted.com, and it, it, it just gets me so upset. It just gets me so upset that there's not harsher laws out there for the drunk drivers when they kill somebody. Let's try to change that. This mom is. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast.
4: We'll be right back.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices.
4: You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit stoptextstoprex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
3: Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast. I'm your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com. And, of course, now this podcast show. You can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course, Facebook is DistractedDB. My website is www.distracteddb.com. You can get my shows there. And by the way, just to let you know, I did put up some new photos in the last couple of days on that. I have not updated the poll or the survey. I apologize for that. I did not do that. I guess now that Kitty is back, I guess that will be updated more frequently. I'm really not very good at updating these things. That's really what they love to do. They, you know, the millennials, they like to go ahead and in there and figure out all these nuances as far as putting stuff on, you know, whether it be social media, the platform, whether it's TikTok or Facebook, Twitter, whatever, they're really great at it. I'm, you know, I'm barely struggling to do this, so this is what I do. I stick with the realm that I should be. They are now doing what they need to be doing. And, of course, you can also get the show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Just type in the keyword "Distracted DB." Okay, so here's a story that I got out of CBS2 in Chicago. Now, keep in mind that I guess there was a mexican independence day festivity or festival that was going to be happening in the city of chicago so i guess technically it got canceled due to the COVID, 19 but that did not stop the party in in downtown chicago over the last few days and with that said i don't know if somebody was just like upset about the fact that this celebration kind of stuff or the partying was still going on, but can you imagine yourself being at a bus stop, waiting to catch the bus? You know those bus stops that's kind of got the little shelters over it, the glass dome type thing, so you can kind of just sit in there and get out of the weather in case it's raining, or if the sun is too uh, hot, or if it's cold and windy, you kind of protect yourself from the elements, and that's what she, this lady was doing, 61 years old. And then this happens. And this story comes again from CBS2
4: in Chicago. The driver of this red truck, seen right there, who barreled into a bus bench on Michigan Avenue during a Mexican Independence Day celebration, hitting a woman. Our CBS2's Marissa Para was actually there when it happened, caught the entire crash on camera. Marissa joins us now live, Marissa.
0: We were standing right around here when we saw people were standing on top of cars celebrating, horns were honking. That red pickup truck was in this direction. It hopped that curb before making its way over here, slamming into this bus station in this bus shelter right here with a woman inside of it. That sound you hear is what all of us who were there heard moments before this red pickup truck drove straight into 61-year-old Dorothy Sterling. We won't show you the impact, but we will show you the moment the driver backs up and stalls for a few moments before speeding away, leaving Sterling bleeding in the bus shelter where she was sitting.
4: He definitely knew because uh, once once he hit her, he reversed and you, know, you didn't see him again. He took off and... He knew he was uh, going to be in trouble.
0: The red pickup truck was among the cars revving their engines in the Mexican Independence Day parade. The little village parade itself was canceled due to COVID, but that didn't stop the party on the loop streets over the last few days. As midnight approached, the sound of fireworks and honking horns echoed throughout the city. Several cars were spinning their tires, causing a smoky haze on Michigan Avenue when the driver of the truck began to drive erratically.
4: He was driving on the sidewalks. He was driving backwards down the wrong way. That's when all the beer bottles fell out of the back of the truck, too, and shattered on the ground.
0: As the driver moved towards Sterling, sitting alone in the bus shelter, she put her hands out as if to try to stop him, but she wasn't alone for long.
3: People were trying to keep her conscious because she looked like she was starting to maybe doze off and considering the amount of blood that we saw on the ground.
0: Among those that rushed to her side were two women who had been in the parade. They took the Mexican flag off their shoulders to use it as
4: a tourniquet to stop the bleeding. That could have been us. That could have been anybody, you know.
0: A source tells us that some Chicago police officers have had their time off that was scheduled tonight canceled due to what happened last night. Now, due, now uh, as for that victim, Dorothy Sterling, she was taken to Northwestern Hospital. We're told she is expected to potentially lose her leg, but she is expected to survive. We're live from the South Loop by Marissa Parra with CBS 2 News.
3: Marissa, thank you. All right, and again, that story came from CBS 2 here in Los Angeles. I'm sorry. CBS2 here in Chicago. I apologize for that. And so, even with no COVID-19, even with no coronavirus, no anything that can kind of deter you from um, these kind of events, I've always maintained a certain amount of vigilance while... I was out and about, always looking around to seeing what's going on. You just, nowadays, you just really got to keep your head on a swivel and just keep looking around over your shoulder because you never know what's going to happen. And I'm hoping this lady doesn't have to lose her leg, but I'm glad that she's alive. And if they ever catch this guy, they need to throw the book at him. And this is where I'm asking for tougher laws on this kind of stuff that happens. Tougher laws have to be involved in stuff like this, I- Ill regardless of what anybody or anybody thinks or believes or whatever the case might be, because you never know when it could be your loved one that is involved in something like this. And quite honestly... It's a terrible, disgusting event that happened that needs to stop. When we come back, one, one woman's fight to change drinking and driving laws. We'll be back right after this.
2: You're listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back.
4: Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast.
3: All right, welcome back to DistractedDrivers.com podcast show. Again, I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of com. If you're just picking up the show right now, you missed it. We talked with Kitty, my producer, in the earlier events of the show, in the beginning part of the show, I guess I should say. And I'm looking at her right now because we're kind of through a Zoom-type meeting kind of thing, and she's giving me this look like, come on, get on with the show. You're not going to give me one of those meows? That was kind of crazy when she did that. All right. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and I want to thank everybody who follows me, and I want to thank everybody who downloads my show, and I want to thank everyone who listens to my show. If I can change one life, if I can just change one life, then I did my job. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just doing this because I know what happened to me back in the day, and I don't want anything else like this to happen to anybody else. I'm the lucky one. I am the lucky one. I'm still alive. When I hit the ground doing 65 miles an hour on my motorcycle on a very busy 91 freeway here in Southern California, I am lucky to be alive. There's a reason why I'm alive. And I think, at least in my mind, it's to here to do this show. All right. So with that said, unfortunately, there's a mom who is fighting to change drunk driving laws because she lost someone she loves. And this story comes from NBC5 in Chicago.
1: Now, an NBC5 investigates follow-up. A mother's crusade after an unspeakable tragedy.
3: Tonight, the story
2: of her fight to change drunk driving laws. It comes after the loss of her son in a car crash out of state. Here's Phil Rogers. (laughs) Ask anyone impacted by drunk driving and they'll tell you they will never forget where they were when they got the news.
1: I got woke up by two police officers. They wanted me to sit down. And I said, I'm not sitting down. What's going on? And he said that we're sorry.
2: Sheila Lockwood's 23-year-old son, Austin, was killed when this man, Eric Laban, swerved off a Wisconsin road two years ago. Laban's blood alcohol level tested hours after the accident at .117. But as we first reported earlier this year, Laban, who had an Illinois license, kept driving for months until his Wisconsin trial because Illinois authorities were never told about his arrest or the fatal
1: accident. I don't want anybody else to ever feel like this.
2: Sheila Lockwood meant that, and in the two years since Austin's tragedy, she has channeled her grief and made it her mission to try and change the laws.
1: There's no consequences until the trial. There's no repercussion for taking a life. There's nothing.
2: She is part of a community united by tragedy.
1: We've got-
4: at least two cars fully rolled over in
1: the
2: ditch three members of the rizzo family of kenosha wisconsin michael his brother vince and vince's wife mary were killed in april of 2019 they were hit by this man timothy vanderveer whose blood alcohol level measured 0.316 nearly four times the legal limit after a 2005 drunk driving arrest wisconsin had revoked vanderveer's license But days later, he got a new one in Illinois because Wisconsin didn't share that information.
1: You would think that we live in the 1800s with the Pony Express with the amount of information that goes from Wisconsin to Illinois. I want the whole thing fixed, and the whole thing is broken. Lockwood
2: has proposed a 50-state change, Austin's Law, which would require states to share information in real time. She thought she was making progress, but now a proposed change would create something called S2S, state-to-state which would update driving information between states, but would not be mandatory. And for the most part, would still share drunk driving information only after convictions.
1: It's broken everywhere. The federal government needs to step in and say, this has got to stop. Sheila Lockwood
2: has met with Senator Dick Durbin's office and numerous other lawmakers pushing for that federal change, a law which would require states to share drunk driving data or risk losing federal funding. She told us it's the least she can do for her son.
1: Austin didn't leave us for no reason. We got to do something to honor him. I don't want to see this happen to anybody else because what we've had to go through is so unbelievable. It never stops.
2: The American Association of Motor Vehicle Administrators told NBC5 they believe most states favor strong laws which balance safety with due process and privacy issues. They said they do believe all 50 states will sign on to the state-to-state program, but noted it would be up to Congress to pass any federal changes. Phil Rogers, NBC5 investigation. And we know Phil is going to stay on this, as he has for a long time.
1: Yes, he will.
3: All right, and again, that story came from NBC5 in Chicago, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. This should not happen. This should not have happened. How many times I feel like I'm just talking in midair and where nothing is getting through. But our lawmakers have got to step up. They have got to step up because I can guarantee you this, and God forbid, I don't want this to happen, if one of their family members was killed by a DUI or a drunk driver, Guarantee you, by the next day, there would be some kind of law in place. So it doesn't take a whole bunch of red tape. It takes cooperation. They should have a task force. Put a task force together state to state to state. Big database. You get popped for it. You go on it. You don't get a license. It goes to the DMBs. All DMBs should you go under the same umbrella. This is what I'm talking about. This what is what needs to happen. This is the government in action, taking care of our, us as constituents, not to get blown off, not to say, well, this state, it's okay if they do it. It's okay if they don't. No, it should be everybody under the sun, same umbrella, and if you don't want to do it, Fine, you don't need any extra federal money. You don't need this kind of treatment for your constituents or get out of office. You don't need to be there. Get somebody in there that can do the right thing and pull the right strings and get it done. S to S bill or whatever they're going to call it. I think this is important. And now I'm just telling you from the outside looking in, this needs to happen. Because out here in California, there's people dying almost on a daily basis from people with high blood alcohol content. And they get like a slap on the wrist. You get a slap on a wrist. That's it? You're getting a slap on a freaking wrist and then you're back out? Or you're driving again? You have a Long laundry list of things that are wrong that you've done, and yet, little fake ID, boom, you're in there. You got to fingerprint them, and if they get put on some kind of database, when they fingerprint them at the DMV, okay, you're approved for it. No, you've been warned. You're not allowed to drive. You can you can leave. That's what needs to happen. It doesn't have to happen on a daily basis like it does, but yet it still does. And and I wonder, deep down inside, do our lawmakers are only fighting the fights that they think that's important to them because, well, everybody's going to end up drinking and driving, everybody's going to do it, somebody's going to kill, that's okay, no real big deal. It is a big deal. It's a big deal to the family. It's a big deal to this mom. Apparently... If it's important to Sheila Lockwood, it's important to everybody. All right, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com podcast show. We're going to blow off our next commercial break. Let's just go ahead right into the next story. And this comes from 6ABC out there in Philadelphia. Again, this is also a reason why right here, this story right here, this is the reason why, in my mind, we need to have a driving course back in school. County neighborhood is still reeling after a car
2: accident that left a teenager dead. And tonight we're learning more about what led to the crash and the heartbreaking moments immediately after. Action News reporter Katie Contro is live in the scene in Gibbsboro with the very latest. Katie.
1: Rick, neighbors that we're talking to say this has devastated the neighborhood and there's still a reminder here on the road. You can see the utility pole damage there at the bottom. All the neighbors that we're talking with too shaken up to go on camera, understandably so. But today we're learning more information about those two teenagers. It was around 1.30 Sunday morning when police say a teenage girl lost control of her van and crashed into this utility pole, trapping her and the teenage boy in the passenger seat inside. Firefighters worked to free the man. However, paramedics pronounced him dead at the scene. The incident happened on the 100 block of Clementon Road in Gibbsboro, Camden County. Ring doorbell video from a neighbor's front porch shows a woman comforting the 18 year old driver. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's
2: okay, baby. It's
1: okay. The neighbor tells Action News the teenager was driving the van with her 17-year-old boyfriend. She told the woman her tire blew out and that's when the van veered off the road and her boyfriend of two years died beside her. And this is all still under investigation by the Camden County Prosecutor's Office.
3: All right, and again, this story comes from 6ABC out there in Philadelphia, and I appreciate the sound, sound that they're allowing me to use. I, I just think that there has to be some kind of Driver education back in school, and you, Howard, you're gonna you're gonna say, Howard, why? She got a flat tire. Well, how fast was she going? And if you learned that driver education took driver education in school, I think it you would learn exactly on how to actually how to try to maintain your vehicle. But driver education needs to be back in school. All right, again, don't forget you're listening to DestructiveDriversBusted.com until next week, and welcome back, Kitty.